This morning, I'd like us to consider what a saint looks like, because today's feast of all the saints, when we think of the great variety of them in heaven, is a good moment to think what a saint looks like. And the truth is that they look very different, that there are short saints and tall saints. There are saints who are blonde and saints who are dark, saints who are bald and saints who have hair. They vary. More than this, they vary in their personality. So there are saints who are renowned for being great jokers and clowns. You might think of St. Philip Neri, who at uh, one stage he shaved half his beard off and was quite happy to wander around looking uh, like a fool. Uh, he used to set people bizarre penances, like making people take his rather disagreeable cat out for a walk. But then there are also um, intense and austere saints, like the Curé d'Ars, Saint Giambiani, who is famous for having eaten nothing but mouldy potatoes and a glass of milk a day. Then there are silent and hermitical saints, like Saint Bruno, whereas other saints were very active and busy with people, like Mother Teresa's work among the poor in Calcutta. That in short, the saints are as varied as human beings are varied. Now let me focus this on one particular example of how saints vary, thinking of um, temperament, in particular anger. So St. Thomas Aquinas notes that there are three basic human personality types in terms of anger, the colic, the sanguine, and the phlegmatic. And his point is that each of these three, when they become a saint, they don't all end up looking the same, but they look different. That their nature is transformed in being a saint, but they still end up being themselves, but being transformed. That saints don't all look the same. So a colic person, that type of anger, that's the kind of person who's kind of always or inherently kind of bubbling up, just ready to explode all the time. Well, the colic, when he becomes a saint, has learned to restrain that, to control that, to form that and focus it. But his inherent tendency to explode becomes within him a dynamo of power such that the saints we see who started out colic and angry, um, they're some of those that were the great reformers and changes in the church. Whereas in contrast, kind of the opposite extreme of anger, the phlegmatic, who are kind of always chilled out. Whatever happens kind of barely makes an impression on them. Well, they need to learn to be fired up um, when they become saints. And yet they still carry with them their inherent calmness. And when they become saints, become, in a sense, oases of, of peace. That God takes their nature, transforms it and makes a saint. But they remain different. So the saints are all different. But let's note also what the saints have in common. 
So St. Philip Neri, who I mentioned cracking all the jokes, well, if he was always jolly, well, he was also known for doing serious penance. And if the Curie d'Ars fasted so much, well, actually, he was also known for his sense of humour. So when he'd have his solitary glass of milk um, as his daily ration, uh, he was known, he would be with the school children, joking with them. Um, he had a sense of humour too. And none of the saints were unloving, even those who lived alone. And none of the saints were unprayerful, even those that were busy doing things like Mother Teresa. And to sum it all up to its core, all of the saints loved God while they were on earth. And so they now love God in heaven. And none of the saints were sad on earth. And they now rejoice in the joy in heaven of loving him and being loved by him. So to bring that to its real conclusion for us, coming back to the question I started with, what does a saint look like? Well, the saints look as varied as you and me. And there's not one of us here that God hasn't made in order to become a saint. There's not one of us here that God hasn't called to be part of that vast multitude of so different and varied saints. 